Hi, this is Joe Ingram, and you're listening to the Sales Genius Podcast. I have one mission, and that is to help you sell one more deal today and every day going forward. My philosophy is simple. More deals, more money, more happy. I do appreciate you tuning in for another episode and your willingness to improve. It is my belief that sales is only a numbers game until you educate yourself. Now, let's jump into how we're going to close more deals today. Hey gang, today I want to talk about the psychology of setting appointments. One thing I want you to be really clear on is that amateurs wait for customers to come to them. Professionals are the ones that fill their calendar with appointments, even if that appointment is for you to prospect. So I need you to get into your calendar, pull it up, and let's look at it. Here's what I want you to look at. If you pull up your calendar right now, and in your calendar, you're looking at absolutely nothing for the week. Okay, shame on you. We need to get in here and fix that. So we need to start prospecting until we can fill up our calendar. But here's what we're going to do. After you start get setting appointments, we need them to do what? I need my appointments to show up. Okay, I need them to be there. And guess what? Things happen to people. They do spend a lot of their day doing things other than worrying about your appointment and what they're going to do. Whether it's real estate, whether it's mortgage, they're coming to your office. If it's at a dealership where a lot of my people are are showing up occasionally, okay, and you're looking to try to beat your 50% show percentage. And I will tell you that the people that are most successful are the ones confirming their appointments. When do you confirm it? I confirm it all the way up until it's time for them to be there. But typically, within an hour of the appointment, I am on the phone texting, I am on the phone calling, and I am letting them know that it matters. But there, there's a psychology to setting appointments. There's a psychology about getting them to show up when you want them to. You have to identify an appointment time. You then have to take that appointment time and you have to reiterate how important your time is to you. Okay, that's something I need you to really, really, really understand. Is that if you don't respect your time, neither will the prospect. So it's up to you to treat your time like it matters. Look at it two different ways. You can go ahead and set yourself up an appointment and go to your doctor. Well, with today's, the way things are set up today, what are you going to find out? You set an appointment for your doctor, it's going to be three weeks or a month away from today. So you'll be better by that time. But if you're going to be going to the doctor, the doctor's going to set up a time for you to be there. You will be seen within a certain amount of time, typically 30 to 40 minutes of that doctor's appointment that you're at in the office. Okay, And you know that. And so if you set an appointment and you show up, you know it's within an hour you're going to be seen by that doctor. Then you have the approach of let's go to the emergency room. You go to the emergency room, you're talking hit or miss whether or not you're going to be seen within three to four hours. And you're probably going to have it end up walking away with a cold or something else that you got from somebody while you were sitting there. Okay, but the reason why is because the answer for the emergency room doctor is, hey, we're here. Just come on in. Now, how many times have we told somebody that where we told a prospect over the phone or in an email or a text that said, hey, I'm here till nine. So just come on in and ask for me. Okay, that means you don't respect your time, which means they don't have to respect your time. And the worst part is, is with that 
fake appointment that you set yourself? Because let's be real, you are totally BSing yourself into thinking you have a real appointment. So you don't have an appointment, but I want to sit down and say, hey, you know what? If this person is going to show up and this person is is going to miss their appointment, right? It is a total crapshoot on what's going to happen. Those are my two options. But if I tell them, come on in before I close, when is it that I can call them to tell them they're late? Right? I'll wait. Because you're going to stop for a second and think to yourself, well, I can't really call them till the next day because we're closed. Okay? I'm not going to be ringing up the person at 9 o'clock at night, even if it's at 5 o'clock or 5.30. If your answer is we're closing at a certain time, then we're not calling prospects after that time. And again, your whole point of telling them what time you left was for them to come in prior to that. So, of course, they're going to say, well, we were running behind schedule and I didn't. And that's if they answer. Right. And I didn't I didn't feel you were going to be there. So I didn't call you. So let's start respecting our time. But in order to respect our time, we got to find a time that works with our client. And if we're going to find that time, I want to give you some some techniques to dwindle down that time and play the psychological game on the appointment so that they understand it's your appointment that you are fitting them into your schedule because your time matters. Okay? So I want to I want to go into the general. So if we're going to generalize appointments, I'm going to tell you the easiest way to set appointments is to either or them to death. And how, what do I mean by that? I'm going to tell you that I've listened to people sit down and say, hey, um... When do you want to come in? Okay, so whose schedule matters then? That's going to be the client. So if the prospect's time outweighs yours, then you will spend the rest of your time chasing everything else. Okay, and I don't want you to be chasing stuff. I want the the business to come to you so you can get that business built up. You can get yourself in there and you can start going through and making sales because people are showing up for your appointment. But isn't it great to walk into a day and go, hey, you know what? I've got five or six appointments set up for today. And if you're going to be in a traditional with the, if you follow the way we're doing this, a 70% show ratio or higher, that's going to make it money for you, right? So I got five or six. If I have six appointments set, I'm going to have four, if not five of them show up today. And I know I'm going to be making deals. So customer, instead of saying, what's your availability this week, right? What day works best for you? Because remember, all these people are going to do is they're going to stop and they're going to look up into the sky because that's where that imaginary calendar is in their mind. And they're going to start filling in the days and they're going to start telling you when they're booked. And your question was, when are you open? But they've got to fill that that spot. They got to go in there and say, this is what is occupied so I can tell you what's left. So it's not a good way to do things and it leaves it up to them. But we got to sell something today, right? Isn't that the whole point of what we're doing is to sell something today? Sales is a game about what can you do today, not about what's in the future. I do want to sell in the future and I will set up appointments in the future so that I can sell on those days as well. But I'm worried about what kind of deal can I create for myself today? So I'm going to sit down with the customer and I'm going to say, hey, what's better for you later this afternoon or this evening? If, they're, if I'm talking to them at 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning, then I'm going to say, is later this morning or this afternoon better for you? Okay. If I told you, if I said, hey, what are you doing next week? 
and you started rattling everything off, you got to see your whole calendar for the week. But if I said, what are you doing Wednesday at 7 p.m.? Isn't that a lot easier to focus one time and one day to see what's going on? So when do I want to sell something in the sales world? I want to sell it today. So I'm going to tell you right now, what am I going to do? Hey, are you available later this afternoon or this evening? Okay, if it's already into the evening, if it's seven, eight o'clock and your your dealership closes at nine, if your office closes at six and it's already five o'clock, my statement's going to be to them, what works better for you tomorrow, morning or afternoon? If I'm off in the morning, I'm going to say, what works better for you, afternoon or evening tomorrow? And I'm going to start playing that game, bouncing back and forth with the times. Now, I'm going, to, I'm going to play this out all the way through so you can hear one go on, right? The customer is on the phone. I'm talking to them, and I said, hey, what's better for you later this afternoon or this evening? The client says, well, it's going to have to be this evening. And I and again, this is the wrong way, right? Most people jump in and go, well, I have you know a 5 o'clock or a 6 o'clock, or I have, they make a total BS times. They go, well, I have a, a 6.30 or an 8 you know, 40. And you're like, what is that about? So you're occupied in between? Nope, I ain't got nothing going on. Well, then I understand making yourself sound busy, but if that customer can only come in around seven, they're going to say it's not going to work today. Let's look at tomorrow. So I'm going to play the game of psychology. Now, if you are a one-person show, okay, that means it's you and you only. Be careful about double booking. If I'm working in in an industry where I can split deals with other people then I'm going to double and triple book myself every single chance I can. Because if they don't have anything to do, they're going to work my client for half of the commission. So now I'm going to go back to that customer. Hey, are you available later this afternoon or this evening? Well, it's going to have to be this evening. Well, early evening or late evening. Okay, catch that. All I did, either or again. So that client's going to come back and go, well, it's going to, I'd rather get it done earlier in the evening. And I'm going to hit them back with, well, I have a 5.45 or a 6.15 or would a little bit later work better for you. Okay? Now, that's an either or or. That still works. Okay? Because I'm giving the choices. I'm the one controlling because it's my calendar and I care about it. But if you listen to the times, I said 5.45 and 6.15 and I'm going to go into psychology for you. Okay, if you're setting appointments on zeros and 30s, so that's 2 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, okay, an example like that. If you're doing that, the highest you're going to get is a 50% show ratio. And it's psychological. People start their jobs at zeros and 30s. So if they start their jobs at zeros and 30s, then there's pain associated to the times right after that, right? Because if you're in your car, if you start at 9 o'clock and you're sitting in your car at 9.04, guess what? You're getting written up. You're getting yelled at. Something's happening or you're going to be sneaking into the office right below the desk line so that you can get back to your desk and let somebody know, uh, I've been here all morning. But looking at it, there's pain associated between the zeros and the 30s afterwards. So if that's the case... Set yourself up to succeed. Have you noticed that your doctor's office, where they are very, very driven by appointments and very protective of that doctor's times to make sure they double and triple book you guys, if you stop and realize those they're setting appointments on the 10s, okay? So their answer is there's a 210, there's a 450, right? Because why? Because the doctor's only getting paid the copay. 
The doctor's 90 days away from getting paid by your health insurance, so they're only living off of a copay, and the doctor says, I need to double book, if not triple book, and I'm going to put everybody in so that every 10 minutes there's somebody sitting in, in the office waiting for me, and I will double book. Have you noticed that the, the actual doctor himself spends somewhere close to five minutes with you? The nurse comes in, the nurse practitioner, they'll come in, they'll help you, they'll do the stuff, they'll tell everything, they summarize it on a page, it's sitting outside, the doctor walks out of one office, walks in, reads yours, looks at you, says, hi, how you doing? I understand you're a little under the weather, looking at the chart and whatever this is, blah, 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 I'm going to tell you, great, you need this, and I'm writing you a prescription, and I got to bounce out of the office because I'm at four minutes right now, so I gotta bounce out of the office so that I can go ahead and help the next person because I've double booked you guys so that I can get the $20 copay from each of you every 10 minutes. So I can make 40 bucks every 10 minutes going around the clock so I can get some money in here to pay for everybody. So I can make $240 worth of hourly wage so I can pay the rent, I can pay my office staff, I can pay for everything that I need to do, all that stuff I need to make that every hour and pop it through. And then 90 days from now, I'm going to get paid part of what the what the health insurance is supposed to pay me. Okay, So they're living on that float and that's what they got to do. And that's why they are so on you when it comes to getting a confirmation. So I'm going to go back now, let's go. And I'm going to say Early evening, late evening. I have 5.45 or 6.15 because why? The 15 and the 45, it's a psychological game we're playing, right? That's This is the game of sales. we got to be one step ahead. We're educating ourselves. The person gives themselves the whole half of the clock to show up. So automatically, you're going to go from a maximum potential of 50% closing percentage to 57% closing percentage. I don't know about you, but I want to do the same amount of work and get a better result. I'm okay with that. So if I can pick up 7% closing ratio, it means out of 100 appointments, that's seven more bodies sitting in front of me for me to actually talk to, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it just simply by saying the 40, the 45 and the 15. Now, going back with psychology, 45 and 15, you got to start with the smaller number, pick the next number with it. Okay, so I'm going to say 145, 215, or I'll say 345 or 415, 745 or 815. Okay, why? Because if I want them to pick a time, I want them to pick... One of the two that I have or the next hour. So if I said to you, they said I want early evening, I go 5.45, 6.15. They heard a 5 o'clock time and they heard a 6 o'clock time. Which means in succession, if they don't pick one of those, they're going to go for 7 o'clock instead of 8 o'clock or try to creep in just before you close. Okay, That's the beauty of playing the game. Now, if I'm sitting down with the customer and I say, "Um, I have a 5.15 or a 5.45, How many hours did they hear? One, the five o'clock hour. So they're going to start to reschedule themselves out to another day. And I want today. If your business hours are longer than a, a traditional nine to five, then you need to let them know that because not everybody understands that. Okay, not everybody understands. We just got the banking industry to start going to traditional hours that matches work and a little bit later so that way we could actually get to the bank and deposit things on payday. I want you to understand 
that we need to set those appointments on the 45s and the 15s. If you want to hear that again, back up the podcast and listen to it again or rewind the video. But all of that needs to happen. 45-15 in succession by hours. Let's get ourselves up 57% show percentage. Now, once I've played that game, either or, either or, either or. Now, did I tell the customer it's only going to be 30 minutes that we're together? I did not. But if they're thinking 5.45 to 6.15 is only a half hour, that's great because his next appointment's at 6.15. We'll be out of there in 30 minutes. Great. They did that. I didn't. Okay? I'm just trying to build my schedule for the biggest show percentage possible because I know I can close once they get here. So now I've got these people here. I got these people agreeing to that appointment. Here's where it gets scary in most industries. The customer goes, you know what? Actually, 6.15 works for me. And the the salesperson does this. 6.15, great, come on and ask for Joe. And we jump off the phone. What did we just sound like? We sounded like the end of a radio commercial, right? Uh, Only one at this price, see dealer for details. Okay, right? Or those uh, lovely uh, um, disclaimers that go on the end of all the medical prescription medicine, right? That tells you you get the same problem that you took the medicine for. I want you to understand that You need to, at that point in time, as soon as the customer picks a time, I want you to downshift. Downshift. What does that mean? Downshift means slow down. Drop down a gear. Bring everything down. Because as soon as I slow down, that's going to set the customer easy. And I also want to get better than 57%. Okay? So if I want to get better than 57%, I need to do something else. So I need to stop and ask them. I'd say, great. They said 615. I go, great. Do you have something to write with? Okay. If they say yes, then I'm going to start giving, start talking about where we are. If they say no, I'm going to say, okay, what's the best number to text you? The address and my information and all your appointment information for this evening. If they say, oh, well, you already have it. I'm going to say, great. Is there an email address I can send it to as well? So I'm going to get your name, I'm going to get your phone number, and I'm going to get your email address. If they say, yes, I have something to write with, I'm going to say, great, are you familiar with how to get here? And whatever they say, if they say yes, and a lot of people do this. Guys, they're, they're on the web. They're, they're out there surfing the web looking for somebody. They find you, and you're going to turn around and tell them, um, yes, but they're looking at multiple websites, and they may be on a competitor's website. I'll tell you right now, in the dealership world, I've sent a lot of people to my competition because I didn't do this, and this is why I do it every time now. So the customer says, yes, I know, and I say, fantastic. So you know we're right off the, the five freeway at Golden State. And they say, oh, oh, that's, oh, I was looking at the wrong one. Yes, okay, I do know where you are. Okay, or they go, absolutely. But I'm going to say it as if I'm just reminding them and I'm very happy that they know where I'm at. I'm not going to go, are you sure? Do you know that it's this, this, and this? No, I'm going to sit down and just simply go, great, so you know we're right off the 5 freeway. Okay, Burbank Boulevard, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to say, yes, they do. And I say, great, it's very important when you arrive that you come in directly to the receptionist and let them know that you have an appointment with me. Again, here's my first name, here's my last name, and I will spell it out to them. Here's another thing. If you have something you can say that is unique to you. Now, this works uh, You know, if you're, if you're dealing in an industry where somebody could skate you. And if you don't know what skating means, it means uh, your appointment shows up, somebody else takes it and forgets to tell you. And then later on, you have to find out that your deal is half while you're waiting for a customer. So I always tell them, I'll say, come into the receptionist, let them know you have an appointment with Big Joe. 
So when they say Big Joe, they automatically remember who I am, plus they wrote it down. Now make sure the receptionist knows who you are. I had a guy that used to work for me, um, looked like Santa Claus, and he had red hair, and he used to tell everybody, um, you come in, don't even ask for my name. You just walk in and ask for the best-looking redhead in the dealership. Okay. Now, when they got there and he walked out looking like Santa Claus, what did he, what did he say? I'm the only redhead in the dealership. So it worked for him. So that's what I want you to understand. Get it? You're going to drop into that point in time. I'm going to say, great. When, please go directly to the receptionist. Let them know you have an appointment with me. Again, my name is Joe Ingram, spelled I-N-G-R-A-M. Okay. Now, Mr. Client, Mrs. Client, okay, Mrs. Prospect, if for any reason you are running late or you need to reschedule, can you please give me a call? Okay, there's three E's and please, people. That's what I want you to understand. I have to stop. I'm going to pick up another 8% of closing percentage. 8% just from that line. Just from saying, if for any reason you're running late and you need to reschedule, can you please give me a call? That alone picks up 8%. Now, again, did I work any harder? No, I said one line on the phone. Now, that person, then I need to wait. Wait and wait and wait until they answer me and say yes. Okay, they did a whole psychological study that once somebody commits to you and says something, that that's when you're going to end up with that person committing to you. And do you really want to sit there all day by yourself for no reason? I I don't want to. I would love if they're going to run late, they call me. If they're not going to show, they call me. So I need their buy-in. I'm going to tell them yes. Okay, so if for any reason you're running late, you need to reschedule, can you please give me a call? Yes, of course, Joe, I would do that. Fantastic. Looking forward to providing with first-class service. I'll see you tonight at 6.15. And then I get off the phone. Okay? That's how you're going to lock down an appointment. I need you to anchor the appointment. That's the words I say. You're going to tie a metal chain around it with an anchor and sink that thing in on your calendar and let it sit there. Okay? Setting your times, 57%. You're going to add another 8%. Okay? So I'm up to 65% show percentage. When I'm looking at this right now, guys, this is what I need you to do. I need you to start booking it. And if my math is wrong, it's okay. I'm in sales, right? It's $250 a month. So I need you to get up there. Now, an hour before, you call, text, and you confirm. It has been proven that in a confirmed appointment shows 90% of the time. But that has to be two-way communication that's going to do it. I want to get my show percentages up into the 70-something percents. So that if I set 10, seven people are sitting in front of me. Okay? That is how we anchor appointments. And remember, if your calendar is full, you are happy. Right? There's a lot of deals to be made. Uh, An empty calendar means there's a lot of downtime and a lot of time for you to do things that are wrong that are not IPAs. And I don't mean beers. I mean Income, producing activities. My buddy Art Lewin taught me that and beat that into my head. What are you doing today that's an income-producing activity? Prospecting is that. Following up on your database is that. Getting referrals from your clients, that is definitely there. Okay? I want to say that uh, thanks and go out there, set some more appointments. If you found some value in today's podcast, please do like, share, and subscribe. As always, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to improve your sales ability and increase your sales IQ. Remember, more deals, more money, more happy. Catch you on the next episode.